25 minutes past the hour, you're listening to the Sunrise Morning Show on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Father Frank Donio is back with us now on the Sunrise Morning Show from the Catholic Apostolate Center. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Anna. It's good to have you back. And we're returning to our series on Pope St. John Paul II's Ecclesia in America, the Church in America, looking today at the third chapter. And John Paul starts this chapter looking at a line from Jesus at the onset of his public ministry. The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. How does he go from that point with an urgent call for conversion? There is this, and and this comes really after, just after we we had the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord uh, that was recently celebrated Mm -hmm. back on Monday. And we have this, the the baptism of repentance that St. John the Baptist was doing. And you may recall that St. John was confused as to why Jesus was there. He recognized he was the Messiah. And said, you don't need to, well, do, do what needs to be done. And then we get the, the voice of the, of the Heavenly Father saying, this is my beloved son, listen to him. And it, it then continues almost immediately in Mark's gospel with this line about the time is fulfilled. And this repentance, the, this movement of heart, this conversion, or another word is metanoia, which St. John Paul II uses later in this section. And he is calling people that, that he he brings the good news and we then ultimately people come to understand that he is the good news and that we need to be uh, in life in him in order to come to salvation. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up this word metanoia because that is so important when it comes to an idea of of conversion because it's it's a lot more than just like, oh, I'm going to change my thought on one thing or another. No, I, I love this this line, and, I, and I've I've used this uh, understanding often that that does come from Saint John Paul II, and he says in in number twenty eight of Ecclesia in America, in this life, conversion is a goal which is never fully attained. Mm-hmm. On the path which the disciple is called to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, conversion is a lifelong task. Mm. It's not a one and done. And in, in our, our Catholic understanding, and we'll probably get into this later, especially in life, in the sacramental life, this change of mentality goes on to say, means striving to assimilate, or metanoia, means striving to assimilate the values of the gospel, which contradict the dominant tendencies of the world. We're, he recognizes that we're pulled. And... There's there's the path of holiness and ongoing conversion to Christ, and then these other things that, that call us to other ways, some of which might seem good, but are not going to lead us to deeper life in Christ. Yeah, there's this constant need for conversion in, in the life of, of every Christian, but what does he have to say about 
the the special implications for for the church in America in regards to this call for conversion? Well, he gets into this this aspect of uh, he says that the proposal of a new style of life applies not only to the pastors but to all Christians living in America. And notice that he he makes that you know beyond just simply those who are, are part of the Catholic community. If, if we're going to live this this Christian life, and you know ultimately we want people to come to life in Christ in and through His Church, then it, it means then in living everyday life, it calls us to a to live out a a life that is consistent. So for example, he talks about uh, solidarity with with the poor, that our faith and our works need to be. And that poor, he, he notes, is from the unborn to, to everyone and, and, and those who are most in need. So we in America, and again, remember that in this America, we're talking, he's talking about North and Central, South America, kind of the whole Western hemisphere. And he's, he's calling for a greater unity with one another in and through that ongoing conversion. And, and here we are in 2022. This was written in 1999. And if there's anything, there's probably more division than there is unity. Yeah, you are not kidding. I was going to ask. I mean, think about think about when this was written and and how much more urgent it is today. But I wanted to ask, I mean, why does John Paul call this? Why does he say this is an urgent call to conversion? Well, it, it's it's one in which we it we can't just simply delay. If we delay, well, when, when do we when do we get started? Mm-hmm. And so this this needs to be something that is is going on uh, on a regular basis. And he he gets in, he gets into this thing about true conversion needs to be prepared and nurtured through the prayerful reading of sacred scripture and the practice of the sacraments of reconciliation and the Eucharist. And he keeps emphasizing that, particularly also the sacrament of penance, yeah. the sacrament of penance and reconciliation, as it's sometimes called as well. And that that's an important part of metanoia because we we need to look at the fact that we are contributing to this. It's not so many people do finger pointing and he's saying, no, 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 we need to look at ourselves mm-hmm. individually and, and, and our own sinfulness and come to be reconciled in life in Christ and then live that more deeply in our daily lives in the works that we do. He makes a very clear connection between faith and works and the need for us to be working. And so he sees this as a, 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 a need that should be happening within the community of here in, in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah, I, I love the line in here. It says, Christian spirituality is nourished above all by a constant sacramental life, since yes. the sacraments are the root and endless source of God's grace, which believers need to sustain them on their earthly pilgrimage. And as you were saying, he, he goes on to talk about penance and reconciliation, and he he calls it a present crisis of the sacrament 
of penance. Can you talk about that and how he encouraged pastors to address it? Because I think this is something that's all the more necessary now. Yes, it it, it is, and and I I have found that there there is there has been a renewal. You know, it, it's it's interesting among uh, among a number of priests that I'm, I've seen more of a, a renewal. There is still not enough opportunity for the sacrament of penance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in many in many parishes, okay, I understand the realities of that. It's not a knock at, at my brother priests, but there, you know, I, w- I was many years at a shrine, and and that was just a central portion of of the ministry there. And so the the need is there. I see it over and over again. I see it in the work that I do with young people, uh, and I see it in. Uh, in in many different venues, and so the the need is even even more acute. But I also see a number of priests who have really taken this up um, and offering even more frequently the the sacrament of penance, and particularly my younger brother priests. They they see the 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 tremendous need for. Uh, for people to be reconciled with Christ so that they can continue that ongoing, lifelong metanoia or conversion. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just anecdotally speaking, the the parishes that you see these priests committed to hearing confessions on a regular basis, offering them at various times throughout the week, before every Mass, even yes. before daily Masses, and the one, the, the the parishes where you see the priest sitting in the confessional uh, more often is where you see the longest lines. At least I can say that from my own experience. And um, you know, as opposed to you know the, the the parishes that offer it maybe at a weird time on Saturday afternoon and and mm-hmm. and by appointment only. I don't know who wants to make an appointment to go to confession anymore. And, you know, it's something that, that I really, really, really appreciate about uh, Pope Francis in particular, um, actually publicly, like, showing himself going to confession yes. and um, making confession a big thing. He's always said, you know, if ever I were to, to retire as Pope Benedict did, resign the papacy. He wants to spend the rest of his years visiting the sick and hearing confessions. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think that that's such a beautiful message to all the faithful. It, it is. And so where there is the centrality of, of life in the Eucharist and the sacrament of penance in any parish, you will see a very vibrant parish usually. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and a parish that goes outward doing the work of caring for the poor and the needy and those who are are uh, the most vulnerable. Yep, yep, absolutely. We've been talking to Father Frank Donio, and Father, if listeners want to check out the resources you've got over at the Catholic Apostolate Center, how can they get in touch? Just go to catholicapostolatecenter.org. And you can find that linked at sunrisemorningshow.com in our show notes. Great conversation today, Father Frank. Thank you so much. Thank you, and God bless. You too, Father. Thank you.